All right, guys, Corey Davis here with another thrilling episode of the Warm Up Podcast. And today I want to talk about planks. I had a group of women I was working with this morning, and they were doing planks. And I mentioned that I think planks are the best. They're the best ab exercise, and also that I find them boring. And I sometimes don't program them because I'm personally bored. And I assume that if I'm bored watching people do it, they're probably bored actually doing it. So I don't program them for a while and then I come back to them. And one of the clients on there mentioned like, yeah, I've heard people talk about that they're the best. You know, why do people like them so much? You know, like fitness professionals. I imagine if you ask a bunch of fitness professionals, what's the best core exercise? For the most part, they'd probably say plank. That's probably the most common answer. Someone would probably give you some douchey answer like, uh, three sets of putting your fork down or, you know, maybe they just have some like incredibly difficult exercise that they would have instead. Um, I think I actually wrote an article for T Nation about the LSIT, and that was kind of my thesis. Was like, here's a much harder one. Um, here, it's a different answer for you, and that's partially because uh, writing that to other fitness coaches, not to like everyday people. If I wrote it for Shape Magazine, I would write about the plank probably. Although by this point, it's been done enough that everybody that reads Shape Magazine knows what a plank is. So I would have to go to something else, and so I'd probably be like a full range of motion side plank or something like that. Something that would get the people at Shape Magazine excited. That's a separate podcast. That's about modifying your message so that people will listen to it so you can find a following. I mean, that's a different podcast subject. I'm going to actually share it with you because you're already listening here. I've already got you. I don't know what I did to hook you, but you're already listening unless you're brain and you're just listening to this because you helped me edit a podcast, in which case I'm sorry, this is boring. So Planks, why do people like them? So planks are great because the primary thing your core should be doing as a function for you, a human being, is helping you stabilize a position. So a plank does that. A plank is where you lock into a position and gravity and your weight tries to pull you out of it and you go, no, I'm going to stay right here. And that's rehearsing what you need your core to do when you like squat heavy or deadlift heavy. And you're picking something up and moving it around. You need to not break yourself. So planks are really good for that. So that is the primary reason that planks are so beloved is because they are rehearsing the primary thing that you suck at doing while also being a good core exercise. So it is a rehearsal for a fundamental movement, which is locking in and not allowing yourself to get bent out of position. And also it is strengthening your core. So it's rehearsal and strength at once, and that makes it good. It's the same reason we like squats. It's the same reason we like deadlifts. It is a two for one right there. A sit-up or a crunch are the most common ab exercises, but people don't like those as much from a you know real trainer standpoint. And the reason people don't like those as much if you're a real trainer is most people spend too much time hunched over. I am recording this podcast, and despite my incredible, incredible core strength, I am recording this while sitting at a desk hunched over a little bit. And as I hunch over a little bit, I'm already kind of crunching forward. So... Most people spend too much of their time rounded forward, crunched forward. And so having you do more of that in a gym isn't always necessary. Now, counter argument, you can feel them and most people are super weak. And there's a big difference between doing three sets of 20 crunches and strengthening your abdominal muscles versus having someone sit rolled forward all the time. So I don't think they're actually a bad exercise. I don't think you're doing that, but it's not like the most useful thing from a core standpoint you could do. A plank is. So that's the main reason people like planks. 
So people like planks because they're rehearsing and it's getting you into a position you want to be in. You know, if you kind of sit at your desk right now, I imagine that's how you all listen to this podcast. You, you know, open up your emails at work and then as you're scrolling through them, you go, I'm going to listen to the warm up pod that Corey, he always knows what's good. I'm going to listen to him for a few minutes. So, you know, you're sitting upright and you're executing good posture because you do planks all the time. That's the main reason people like them. A secondary reason that I like them is from an aesthetic standpoint. I think they create what most people want, which is a thin, small waist. Most people want a thin, small waist. Your abs will respond like any muscle, which is to say they will grow oversize. And also because you don't take steroids, they won't grow that much. Case in point, my legs and arms and chest because I don't take steroids. So I'm not that big. Your muscles will grow and they will get bigger over time if you train them in that way, which is how people train their abs. But you don't want a big blocky waist. And so planks are little isometric exercises. And I believe looking at people that do a lot of planks and core variations that I'm going to talk about in a second, I think that they build up a small waist, which is what most people want aesthetically when they train. I'm not saying that everybody needs to like that or want that, um, or that if you want something else, you're wrong, because I don't think you are. I'm just telling you what most people want. So most people that train their core want a smaller waistline. Planks, I think, do that really well. An example of someone outside of like bodybuilders that their abs will sometimes look funny for other reasons and the types of drugs they're using are the cause of that. If you are in your 30s or 40s, probably not outside of that, you saw a show about a decade ago called The Jersey Shore. And on it, there's a character slash real person slash character because it's reality TV, but also they're faking who they are named Mike the Situation. And he is super ripped and had great six-pack abs. His nickname was a situation because it was named after his abs, which were a situation. I don't really understand what that means, but that was where the nickname came from. I remember watching episode one. And if you look at him shirtless in those old photos and videos from Jersey Shore season one, you'll see that he almost looks like he has love handles, but he doesn't. What he has is super developed obliques. So your obliques are those muscles on the side of your stomach, on the side of your abs. And his were so muscular, it almost looked like a like love handle, like it was fat, but it wasn't. It just kind of looked odd because he did a lot of oblique exercises. I think many people would not want his look. Now, that's a subjective thing, not an objective thing. But objectively, his obliques were more defined and grown out more than most people's. And I remember at the time, people thought it was funny. Like, hey, how does he have six-pack abs and also love handles? And he didn't. He had six-pack abs and was ripped everywhere because that's how it works. Um, spot reduction is not a thing. Review other podcasts where I talk about spot reduction not being a thing. So that's why I like planks from a function standpoint. It's rehearsing what you want to do while strengthening. And then from a form standpoint, I think they're great because that's what most people want. Now, the downsides to planks and why I would also not do planks that often. I personally rarely do planks. 
because I have a really strong core and I'm really good at planks. And if I hold a plank, even with perfect form, I can hold it for a really long time. So if you are someone who's done planks for a while, you might notice that you used to only hold it for 30 seconds and now you can hold it for a minute and maybe you can hold it longer. Maybe you can hold it for a minute and a half, two minutes. It adds up after a while. And so eventually I like more difficult plank variations, I would call them, that require you to not have to do it as long because they're so hard. So I think if you asked me to, I could hold a plank for three sets of five minutes with pretty good technique. I'm sure someone could walk by and like, oh, your, your lats aren't as engaged as they could be, or your butt's slightly too high or something like that. But overall, good technique for three sets of five minutes. And that would take a significant portion of the amount of time I've dedicated to training. So I like more difficult things with my favorite more difficult thing being L-sit variations or any sort of postural thing where I'm lifting my legs up legs up off the ground. So obviously like a six inch hold or a V-sit hold or like a yoga boat pose would all be like regressions from that L-sit hold, which is my favorite. L-sits are super tough and super hard and do not take very long at all to light up your abs you just need to build up to them because right now you can't do an LSID. You would try to and start and you would fail immediately and your hip flexors would cramp up and you would cry and curse at me. And I'm, you know, I, I don't show it, but I'm sensitive. I don't, I don't want you to yell at me and curse at me. But that's where I like to progress people. So my first progression out of a plank is an RKC plank, the Russian kettlebell club plank, where you basically just contract and squeeze really hard. And then from that point on, I'm trying to get people on my like plank part of the workout. Um, Y'all can't tell because this is not a video podcast, but I did air quotes when I said uh, plank portion. The plank part of the workout, I want to get you to something like an L-sit or an L-sit variation of some sort that is harder so that we can still do like three sets of 30 seconds or three sets of 45 seconds or three sets of a minute and get a good workout in. Once you're past the point where three sets of one minute on a plank is hard, um, you can wait planks, you can do other stuff like that. But if you're looking for what I want, I want to get you to like an L sit or something like that. That's what I'm looking for long term. Those are my thoughts on planks. Planks are great. You should do them until you are so good at them that you have the right to be bored by them. And then you should progress to something more difficult, like a weighted plank or a RKC plank or like a GHD plank and then LSIT variations. That is what you should do right now. Start right now and then come back to me in a month when you're the here where I am, where you're too good at planks and it's a waste of your time. And then you can do something else with me. All right. Peace out, y'all. Thank you for listening.